really <laughs> I tried to get her not to do it. <laughs> I just need you to know that. Hey, it's Joy. <laughs> and this is Justin. And welcome to this week's episode of Bad Breaches. Woo! We got two in one month. <laughs> we're really wow. doing well. Um, Joy, but we're also we're not alone. We're not. We're not. We have God. a guest. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is with us. We actually do leave room for Jesus in these podcasts. Yeah. You should see how the distance between me and Joy right now. Pretty um, but yeah, we have our good, well, we our have, friend. Oh. <laughs> oh. We have a person that we know. Don't qualify this. Just, just say my name and let we me have, speak and I'll go home. We have our good friend Matt here oh. with us, a classmate That's of ours. That's how we introduce guests. Oh. We have a guest. Guest? Who are you? Uh, well... I'm a longtime listener, first-time guest. Uh, you can call me Matt for the purposes of this podcast. Oh, we love it. Also, that's a lie. Um, Matt recently listened to <laughs> oh! a bunch of episodes of the show. No, this is the thing. I was driving home one day, uh, and I was bored out of my mind. So last resort, I turned to my guys, <laughs> wow. and I did Let me clarify. I did not regret it, though. I listened to, like, four episodes in a row, and they're long. They are. And they I enjoyed every minute of it. And then I came they up are. to you in the library and told you how much I enjoyed you did. He was the gushing. presentation yeah. that he you was guys gushing. give us each week. Um, um, you. Or once a well. semester. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. We are a last resort, but you won't regret it. You won't regret it. <laughs> Glowing reviews. Uh, me and interviews. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the way that I got my job. Um, so today <laughs> we have a topic. Basically, we're just going to talk about Etiquette. Etiquette generally in law school, in everything that you encounter in law school, and every way you move through law school. You etiquette. could kind of say that this is like law school cotillion. Oh, we're in the you South know. too, so you know, you know we I did got that. Did you? Yes. No. I did. You definitely no, did. I did cotillion. <laughs> Look at me. I, I am a white man in America. That's, That's a prereq true. for me. I you have to do We'll be posting cotillion. a picture of Matt. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> the embodiment of cotillion. <laughs> um, I did not do cotillion. They don't. I think. Do they have it? I'm sure they do have it. I'm just not in like. Ooh. The like upper white like echelon. Rural, Georgia? Yeah, they definitely, they definitely have, have it, but I this is not for me. Well, plantations. Right. I can't laugh anyway, at that one. Anyway, so yeah, law school cotillion episode title. I love when we just know. Um, so let's start with a very pressing thing. Okay. Surely everyone has them by now, and if not. We'll pray for you. If Great. You know, um, <laughs> Class action. If we will contact your university on your behalf. Please. Okay, but grades. Let's talk about grades etiquette. So, do y'all remember? I'm sure you do. The first, when we first got grades for the first time. Yeah. Oh, Who could yeah. forget? Yeah. We were sitting in. Okay, crim. Crim. Everyone yeah. was in crim. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, grades existed. Yeah. And Joy, I know our section, we had. Like the mandatory, like, CDO, CDO like, uh, I almost said criminal defense. <laughs> That's where my head's at. Um, career development, like, meeting right after that. Yeah. And so we, like, had grades, and some people were, like, looking right there in this, like, lecture hall where we're all sitting. You can, like, see over people's, comp- like, shoulder. It was chaos. It really was. Um, didn't enjoy it. Me either, because then we had to go to the CDO thing, and I was sitting in the back, and I was like, I don't know how to process this. Mm -hmm. Like, I would rather go home and process this alone and not around 80 people that are also trying to, like, size up everyone and see how they're processing the information. And I I don't know. Well, you must have looked. I waited until I got to my car because I was like, 
what if I have to drop out? Like, I need to know uh, this privately. No, I don't have that self-control. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I need to know now. <laughs> no, I feel, yeah, there was definitely, like, two camps of people. There were the people that looked immediately, and then there were the people that waited till they got home. Um, I really identify with the people who looked immediately because we just didn't care. We were like, they're going to be good or they're going to be bad or, you know, third option, really, really bad. And we're all just going to experience this together. Uh, and I expected them to be so bad when they came back. They were like average, average plus. Okay. Ooh. I, uh, I high-fived some people. I high-fived Camilla Watson, who, who was my criminal law professor. Who, that may have been her first high-five. <laughs> That's very That's unique. a true story. I, I'm not That's surprised by that in the slightest. I was like, nice, B+. Plus. And she was like, oh, dear God. <laughs> um, but just my some... shining stars. <laughs> Callie. <laughs> <laughs> you start shouting that instead of Kobe? Like when someone... I, I thought we soon. agreed not to reference him today. Did we? <laughs> Justin and I may be agreed before you get here. Okay. Your... It's fine. Justin literally looks <laughs> like I just shot his dog. Oh. It's fine. Um... I literally don't care about basketball. I don't know why I feel yeah, this way. Like, oh, anyway, um, grades though, just, <laughs> right? Just you know, keep your like, keep your classmates in mind, right? Like, don't be the dick who's like asking people, "Oh, Matt, what'd you get in crim?" Yeah. Like, well, also maybe just like keep yourself in mind, you know? Because then if everybody knows re- like you did really well or really poorly, and then you somehow, like, don't manage to get, like, a really good job, people are going to yeah. be like, what the fuck is up with that one, yeah. you know? Yeah, And so it's, like, it's kind of just self-preservation on all levels. So either you did really great and, like, things can still go wrong, or you did really terribly and things could go right. Um, but who cares? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's no one's business but yours, like... Literally. You yours, know. God's, and the people interviewing you. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I feel like everyone, at least at... Georgia law, I don't know if it's this way everywhere, but I feel like everyone does genuinely want their friends to do well. Like, we all want people to do well. We don't want them to do as well as we do, but we all want them to do well, yeah. right? Yeah. So, you know, when I hear some of our peers are, like, really humble about their grades, when I hear they've done well through the grapevine, I'm truly very happy for them because I'm like, good person, they deserve that, I know how hard they worked. But if you, for example, open your laptop and your grades are on them and you walk away, or say you just tell everyone you encounter that arrogance aspect of it like sours the whole yeah. thing yeah. and then I'm no longer happy for you yeah. I kind of hate you yeah you know and also if you're the person that like did well first semester right and then you get a you, you did very well right the, mm-hmm. the upper upper you know and then there's like one grade or second semester you don't do that well on and you're yeah. asking other people about it because you're like oh surely everyone did poorly yeah one it's how the curve works yeah. It's a curve. I'm still not sure how the curve works, not going to lie. What's the I mean, yeah. there's like four A's, I think, and then like some <laughs> mythical B pluses, but the rest, you know. Yeah. Um, B's only. But like, you know, don't be that. Like, you can make B's, even if you made all A's your first semester. Like, that is true. you can do worse. Second yeah. semester will humble you real quick, as you've heard this summer. There. Like, <laughs> 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 Ooh, to be a fly on the wall of the phone call I got from Joy Literally. when grades came out. Um, but just like, you know, just because you do really well your first semester doesn't mean you're going, that's going to continue and that's like fine, but like, don't be a dick when you find out that someone else did well after you didn't. Like, you know, don't be a dick. Basically, basically don't be a dick. Yeah. That's my whole thing. That's a good rule of thumb for law school generally, Mm -hmm. whether it be grades, uh, just like interpersonal relationships. Uh, when we're, if we're discussing like law school etiquette or cotillion, whatever we're calling this, Mm -hmm. this episode, I think that's a really good rule of thumb to keep in mind. Uh, and I remember hearing that at orientation 
that the opinions that people formed of you in law school would really like carry with you for the rest of your professional career, oh, yes. especially if you stay in the state. Um, and I can tell you, I've got some opinions of some people that are not changing based off of my experiences with them in law school. Absolutely. Like you two, for example. <laughs> well, <laughs> Only good like, things, I'm it's sure. It's crazy to think that some of that is like stuff that happened in the first two weeks. And I'm like, oh, that's who you are now. That's yeah. Yeah. how I'm going to like remember you. Like name association. Like yeah. you can say names of people in, in our section and I like right. immediately have a connection. Like I'm literally, like I'm so sure that some people are going to be like, Joy is a girl that rolls her eyes <laughs> all the time. Did you do that? I did. I did. I couldn't oh, control it because I was just like, <sighs> it was like a lot of just like, I can't. But it was literally only when people like raise their hand to give opinions. Yeah. Like I rolled my eyes and cried a lot. Oh, and we see how that turned out. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what do you think people's opinion of me are? If, if you had to guess. <laughs> I don't know, bubbly? Like, you always oh, just yeah. very, like, ah. Yeah. Uh, ah, seems bubbly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I think bubbly is a good phrase for you. Okay, good. Yeah, and as you can tell from my demeanor, people probably describe me the same way. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Bubbly. Super bubbly. Yeah. Effervescent. Yeah. <laughs> like a LaCroix. I was going to say, like, like a LaCroix. Oh, don't yeah. call me that. You're gone. Yeah. Tasteless, or? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys treat your guests so well on the show. Flavor adjacent. I don't know if you notice, no one's been a repeat. <laughs> One and done. Right. That's um, it. You get your shot. Anything else, gradesy? Also, grades don't define you as a person. You're, you can still be great. Um, and I feel like I. I, your, your first semester grades, obviously, I guess this is more tailored towards the 1Ls, but your first semester grades really are not necessarily indicative of how you're going to do throughout the remainder of law school. Um, and even if they are, like, that's okay. And that's okay, yeah. yeah. Um, Be a well, good, uh, fun person. Network. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people, their worst grades of all of law school are their first semester. For some people, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. They were definitely my best grades. I'm getting some looks here. <laughs> For me, they were not the best. Was <laughs> I did like exactly middle of the road first semester, mm-hmm. a little bit worse second semester, and then this past semester was my best ever. Oh man! Yeah, so I'm getting average better. You love a good redemption story. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Cannot relate. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy for you. Like we said yeah, earlier. Yeah, we're Thanks. both so happy for you. Oh, as while we're being happy for me, I've just got a job. <laughs> oh god! Congratulations. <laughs> Just Yay. got a job um, in my hometown, or I guess my circuit's public defender's office. So I'm really excited to be doing that this summer. Yeah, on the last episode, I heard you complaining about that like a lot. About like not a having lot. a job? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like I felt for you, but I also wanted to turn it off. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I just hit the skip 15 yeah. button. Just, you know? <laughs> no, I get it. I, get I didn't it. turn it off. I skipped through it. Did you skip past the pillow story, too? Uh, I don't know if I heard the pillow story. Oh, okay. okay, well, he must have been clicking that skip button a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. We got 14 emails about the pillow story, actually. So. 14 really? emails? No. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't know. I don't know, because I'm signed out of our Gmail. You guys have an email for this? We, we do. do. We're so prof- okay, he obviously doesn't listen response? through the end. Wow. <laughs> oh, no, nobody listens to the end of anything. So Matt will not be with us after the break. <laughs> 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 Say goodbye, Matt. Okay, um, next, past grades, interview etiquette. It's OCI season, babes. Okay, my, as someone who applied to a lot of jobs and (laughs) only got offered one job, um, I'm just going to say it, apply broadly. And now is the time not to be selective, 
Like, you can try to be selective a little bit later, but it literally does not make sense to, like, limit your options <clears throat> in January because I feel like all of the competitive applications come out in January and February. So, like, apply broadly now because that's something that I wish that I would have done was, like, not been so, like, selective or, like, a little bit, like, haughty and, like, oh, I'm not applying there. Because then it was You're like, a haughty. Yeah. Oh, the other hot H A U G H T Y. Do you really not? <laughs> Fred goes out second, of town and all hell breaks loose. Everyone's second, coming like, out of the woodworks. Haughty. What is she? Haughty. Okay, I got it. Sorry. Did not realize that there was a different <laughs> pronunciation. No, it's the same. It's okay. you're saying it right. Yeah. I'm just like emphasizing so that got I know it. from my got internal it, got it, got it. I thought you were joking. Did not realize that you were actually. Oh, that's embarrassing, <laughs> Justin. That's fine. Whatever. That's embarrassing. I got a job. <laughs> I'm employed. Um, so I would just like not be too selective now. No. I don't know if you guys did that. But. You know, I actually had the opposite experience. Really? So listen here, listeners. What my experience was, I applied, I, actually, I will not be good for this segment. I have only ever had one interview. I applied for one job, and I got it after that interview, and they asked me to come back the next summer. You know, I got very lucky. But listen, listen, I'm, I'm not. It's the most Matt thing I've ever yeah. No, listen, I got very, very lucky. So I've actually only ever had one interview, uh, and it went fine, evidently, but I've never, I've never done an OCI. It I've sounds like done, it went really well. Yeah, I got super lucky, but yeah, I, awesome. I really if don't. Only we uh, could all be as likable as Matt. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that's my wish for both of you. <laughs> Watch this. After I've been on this episode of the podcast, you guys will be like number one on iTunes or something. I mean, we've You're been like, number we one really on iTunes. That You're gonna pass the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> <laughs> the rating stinks. <laughs> but enough about me, Justin. Tell us about your experience. <laughs> um, you know. So let me think. No one wanted to hire me. One L. It was Makes great. Same. <laughs> so I literally cold emailed a bunch of judges. And the DA's office here in town, and the DA's office got back to me and was like, yeah, sure, come on, we'll interview you. And the interview was literally, here, sign this paper saying that you're going to interview, you're going to intern with us. I was like, that's cool. Um, it, was also, it was a really good experience. I'm not interested in prosecution, like, at all. Um, but Shocked. it was cool to, like, <laughs> if you know anything about me, you're now, you know, paradigm shifts. But... Um, it was really cool to like get experience like being in the courtroom and like seeing how the criminal justice system played out um, from the like state's perspective because um, I'm definitely you know obviously defense oriented um, but yeah I think something that like really hindered me was like I could not afford to not get paid mm, I was like yeah. someone is giving me money um, and so I like didn't apply to any of the like public interest things. Also, that's just like not where my heart lies, and I know yeah, that. Yeah, heartless, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I just like applied for paid positions, and I swear, up until like March, I had like fifteen interviews. Did not get a single job. Yikes! And I was like, awesome. And there were like some where it was like me and one other person, yeah. and I was like, oh, you hate that. Okay, great. So everybody hates me. That's fine. Um, and then I think. I realized too late, we talked about this, we had this revelation on the podcast, was that, like, I didn't have concrete ties to Georgia, and so oh, I yeah. was like, oh, she's gone. Mm -hmm. But then the second I figured that out, it kind of yeah. together. One thing I will say, and I think we've talked about this before, is, like, if you're one of these, like, high-achieving people who gets, like, multiple offers, if there's a job you know you're not going to take, go ahead and decline it, because, like, there's another person in your class that might get that job. Like... 
Yeah. There are people waiting to get these jobs. So if you're holding on like five offers right. and you literally know you're not going to take two or three of them, like go ahead and turn them down so yeah. that someone else can get that job. Like it just makes it easier for everyone, makes it easier for the employers, your classmates just like, again, don't be a Matt. Don't, don't be a what? Dick. Dick. Oh, that yeah. was the theme of the show. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Don't be a dick, folks. That is the over. Here we, this is the, that's the concept that we're discussing today. In addition to, did I already say arrogance? I yes. don't. Yep. Oh, sure. You didn't like really hit it though. So hit it hard. Those are the two qualities: arrogance and dickishness. Dickery. Know. Dickery. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> pure dickery is repulsive. I can't stand it. I think it's great. I'm a fan. Okay. <laughs> Oh, this is charming. I love this witty banter. So everyone in law school has like aspects of this. Everyone is like slightly arrogant. Not everyone. Most people are slightly arrogant, and that's just a fact. Like yeah. most of our friends are arrogant. And uh, like some of that is endearing, but this goes with grades. This goes with interview etiquette. If you come in just a thousand percent arrogance blasting, it's not a good look Yeah. It's not at a, all. It's not. And I mean, I think that kind of like Matt says, there's like that fine line. So you don't yeah. want to be like the person that's like not arrogant at all. And it's just like super self-deprecating because nobody likes that. And you're yeah. like, it's kind of a drag. Yeah. But then you also don't want to be like the person that's like, I am going to do the greatest things and I have the greatest grades and I interviewed yeah. with a Fortune 500 company. Yeah, I'm going to um, go argue before the Supreme Court and they're going to love it. And you're just <laughs> like, all right, bitch, like, bye. Um, and so I think that there's just like somewhere in the middle where most people exist. Uh, and I'm just confused as to how the people that don't exist there didn't get the memo. Yeah. I mean, it's like a curve. It is. It's <laughs> it really an arrogance is. curve. Like, most people fall somewhere in the middle where they're like, I think I'm a solid know. B+. Plus. <laughs> I wish I was a solid B plus in anything. Um, but then there's the unicorn. Like, the unicorn of the law school who is very, very arrogant, but with nothing to back it up. Me? <laughs> I was gonna say joy, but I, you know, I'm not coming back after the break. Why does it matter what I say to you two at this point? Lay it all on the line. I I actually have that person in mind. We'll we'll, t we'll discuss off here. Yeah, anyway. I can't wait that long. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to okay. find out next week on. Okay. Um, oh, what was yeah. Instead just? of hot yeah. takes, now we're just listing what we hate. Um, oh yeah. We have a ranking. Yeah. Wait, have y'all watched the circle? No. I've never even heard of it. Please. Oh. On Netflix? Yes. Okay. I don't really like reality TV shows most of the time. It's a reality TV show. And it's like. Isn't that like your people's thing? My people? <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Well, you mean like, BET? What? No. We are the same people. What are you talking about? I know. About? That was a joke. Okay. Um, yeah, very much. Yeah. Reality. Okay. But, okay. If you haven't watched The Circle, this is, this is my um, recommendation for you. Watch The Circle. Okay. So, premise. Eight individuals live in an apartment building. They each have their own apartments. They all look different and they're quirky, cute. Oh, um, I love it. They're not allowed to speak to each other. Hate it. Or see, like, video. The only thing they see is they interact through a social media network called The Circle, right? So they each create their own profile. They post a picture and then write a little blurb about themselves. And then they can have, like, text conversations with each other. So they just talk to their little screens at their apartment and they send messages to the other participants, right? The idea is you want to be the most likable person so that when you get ranked, you get ranked to the top and you get to decide oh. who to block from the circle. Last person standing wins. But it since like you, a horror movie. 
it actually would make a really good horror movie, and I said that the first episode I watched. But, so, the idea is, though, that some people catfish. So they've created these personas where they are acting as someone else to be more likable than who they perceive themselves as. So, like, an Instagram influencer. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. A so that's social a, commentary. It's super my interesting. God. I am engrossed. I'm only halfway done because I'm watching it with my boyfriend, and he, you know, whatever. But... I love it. And, like, so you'll see the interaction between, like, a participant and, like, a catfish. So one of them is being a real person, one of them is fake. And you're, like, watching them talk back and forth. And the real the real person is like, huh, they seem really trustworthy. You're like, no, they're literally lying to you. Oh, my God. So good. So watch The Circle on Netflix. Uh, this might be a dumb question, mm. but why do they have to live in the same apartment building? Oh, that's that? true. Um, It's just so that they're, like, contained. Confined? Con- like, I guess. And you know, just for like cameras and stuff, because they have cameras all in their okay. little apartments. Um, and then also, so there's two influencers, and they like go to the roof, and they're sitting like there's like a wall in between them, oh, but they're like, like they know. right? No, but they're talking back and forth about like who they should, and they have like a little dinner, and you know it's cute. So definitely recommend. I want to hear your opinions also. Like, who do you like? I love Shuem. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> back to etiquette. Uh, <laughs> Um, <laughs> anything else? Interview etiquette? So that we talked about more like peers, like your interaction mm-hmm. with your classmates, but like, what about like between you and your interviewer when you're interviewing? Okay. So Matt knows nothing about this. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he knows right. everything about it, actually. Yeah, maybe I know the secrets the rest of you want to hear. Oh. oh. Matthew? You want to? Pandora's box. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I, uh, I'll tell you my issue and... Joy kind of discussed this a little bit before we started recording. Is it a lack of experience? <laughs> no, my, my issue is that I have this, like, uh, addiction to, and I, th- I think you both can relate to this. You know how when you're speaking to somebody and you can tell that you're starting to charm them? Mm-hmm. You, like, double down. You, like, turn it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you yeah. turn it on. I mean, I think that's maybe, like, a really mm-hmm. specific law student thing. You turn it on, and you're just, you're, like, living in that moment, and yeah. that's, you never want to leave that moment. Yeah. And sometimes you get lost in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so sometimes... You lay it on a little too thick, and it comes across as like maybe arrogant, maybe just weird, schmoozy, too schmoozy, schmoozy. That's the third theme of the show today, everyone. <laughs> Don't schmooze people, uh, or schmooze people, but do it tactfully. Yeah. Uh, and I sometimes struggle with the tactful aspect of it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know I what you that. guys have with your experiences. Um, I think that like I have a very similar experience with interviews, and in the fact that like in general in life, I'm someone who feeds off of other people's energy. And so when you're like being interviewed by like a dud, I'm just like, oh God. All right, (laughs) cool. But then like when I'm being interviewed with someone I really vibe with, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Like, this is so good, we're really vibing. And it's just like, I don't know, it's just so weird. And I think it kind of lulls you into this false sense of security because they obviously don't want to send the duds, you know? And so they send like the most personable, fine, talkative mm-hmm. people. And so, like, I'm sure they have that interview with everybody because they're sending the people that can pull that out of people. Yeah. But then, like, as a person, you're like, man, I really clicked with that girl. Yeah. You know? And so it's, it's kind of hard, but I would just, like, encourage people to remember that because they're supposed to be likable. Yeah. You're supposed to be able to have a really easy 20-minute conversation with them. Like, that's kind of the point. Yeah. And, like, I found that as far as, like, the schmooze level goes, that – I really get into it when I'm interviewing for something that I'm like passionate about mm-hmm. and I like actually know enough about that I can talk to them in a way that it's like obvious that I know what I'm talking about. It's obvious that I like pay attention to whatever the issue is and that I care about it a lot. Right. Um, like 
not to brag, but at my interview the other day, um, we were talking about like, why do I want to do criminal defense work? And mm-hmm. that's like very easy for me to talk about and it's something I'm really into and that I care about the system and like the people that move through the system and the experiences I've had in law school. And like, you know, that's just really easy for me to like paint a beautiful little picture on why I'm a good candidate for this position, right? And it's just, it makes it easy when you're doing something that you care about. Um, which I know, as far as when else go, that's not exactly um, always going to happen, especially yeah. if you're, like, applying broadly and you're just, right. like, trying to get any sort of experience you can. Someone who will pay me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, you yeah. know, when you have different criteria you're looking for. Right. Um, but, you know, that's something that I can do now because I have the experience. Right. Yeah. So, you know, like, do what you can, get a job, get experience, and then, like, yeah. just build on it. I think, like, the firm equivalent of that is finding something on your resume that – a, you're passionate about, and B, like other people tend to find interesting about you. Yeah. Um, and I think that you can kind of create that type of flow, even if it's not about the work, it's just about like you as a person. Um, and so like you should have something on your resume that's not, I worked at this place and did mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z yeah. and do, filed these things. Do you have podcast hosts on your resume? I have podcast hosts, but more Ooh. importantly, I have that I was a wilderness counselor mm. at Girl Scout camp in Alaska for two summers. <gasps> and that's what yeah. part of Alaska? Um, Wasilla. It's right outside. Yeah, where, t- where Sarah Palin. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, should I put podcast guest on my resume? I'm should not, I revise I think it? That you could. Yeah. For half a, of an episode. Put a little, <laughs> put a little QR code that they can scan and you'll listen to your episode. Ooh. And they're like, I just schmooze people day and night. <laughs> that's all I want to do in life. <laughs> Um, I think now is a good time to take a break. Okay. Um, we'll be back. Matt won't, but... <laughs> Joy and Justin will be back. Bye. Bye. Don't get drunk. Oh, what was that, Joy? Oh, we started recording. Okay. <laughs> um, so now we're going to talk about reception etiquette. Did you say that while you were recording? Did I say it? Yeah. Or did you say it? No, did you say... What was that, Joy? No, okay, never mind. Oh. So... <laughs> <laughs> we're back. Obviously, we know what's going on. Uh, guess Matt who's is- still here? <laughs> were, you, were you about to say that? Like, uh, Matt is also here, I guess. Yeah. He, uh, we couldn't kick him out. I'm like a rash you just can't get rid of. Oh, gross. Poison ivy, if you will. Yeah, that's what my well, dad, that was my nickname growing up. That's what my dad used to call me. <laughs> He's like, why won't you play football? <laughs> Did you play sports? Joy. <laughs> Did I, I mean, play sports? Maybe like a golf or a tennis? Um, I did, actually, yeah. I did. Actually, yeah. I played golf and tennis, so. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we know Chad. <laughs> it's obvious, okay? Like, come on. I don't anymore. Here. I don't anymore. I mean, country club? Question mark. Yeah. I, I, like, just, I, I feel like now is the time where you should be playing golf. You guys are just saying how woke I was during the oh, break. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, was that me? No. Was that me <laughs> saying how woke I was? Yes. Yes, well, yes it was. Regardless, it was said. And nobody, nobody like. Somebody said it. <laughs> somebody said it. I don't remember who. <laughs> Anyways. That's a very Donald Trump move. <laughs> people are saying. <laughs> so many people are saying. Everyone says it. I'm woke. I'm here I don't to stay. Know. I don't know. They're it. just saying it. I don't know. Anyway, brilliant. So what we're going to talk about <laughs> is reception etiquette. What do you mean by re- what do we mean by reception, Matt? Do you know? Um, well, as somebody who has been employed since the first <laughs> semester of law school, I can tell you I've just gone to receptions for the food and beverage. And Joy has some opinions on this. But what is the reception is what was my question. 
Oh, it's just like a like a little networking thing, like a little meet and greet gathering. I try to schmooze. I get out. Oh my god, that's the most homophobic thing I've heard on this podcast. <laughs> on this podcast, probably. Anyway, um, Not yeah. Not saying you're people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? I stand corrected. <laughs> this episode is just gonna be titled homophobia. No, um, but then don't put me as the guest on this one. It's like homophobia with special guests. Back on Um. Okay. Yeah, like Matt was kind of saying, um, these receptions, like, sometimes firms host them, yeah. the law school will host them, and, like, bring potential employers, um, and it's just, like, a little, like, a little mixer, a little meet and greet. There's an open tab. Uh, yeah, There's often. food. Food, always food. Like, yeah. um, we had to go on firm visits during 1L, and so we, they, like, bust us to Atlanta, and we went to, like, a really nice firm in a really nice building, and they had, like... Really Wine nice on tap, uh-huh. tapas. Oh, not tapas. What are they called? Sorry, I, I lived in Spain. Finger foods. No, no what's like the night hors d'oeuvres? Hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they were fancy. You mean hoi d'oeuvres? Uh, <laughs> I think that's how it's pronounced. I believe you're correct. Oh, and I, now I'm saying it for 25 years. Now, <laughs> they told me that in Cotillion. Now I know exactly how to spell it too, based on your pronunciation. <laughs> like this is the soup spoon. Uh, don't use it for the hoi d'oeuvres. <laughs> Hate, but. There are some. Sounds like you're sitting here with a speech. I know. know. The second time I said it, I really, I really leaned into it. Hoi (laughs) doi. Anyways, we go to a good law school. This is a. This is where smart people go. Wow. Okay. So tears in the eyes. Um. So Mm -hmm. there are some things you need to keep in mind when you're going to these reception style thingies. Joy, you what have. You say, I think Joy? you have a three-word um, story that you can sum up. Okay, just remember it's not bar review. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, don't go to get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you do like one glass of white wine. Yeah. Maybe like a beer or two. Yeah. Don't do what I did and get four glasses of white wine. In a how long of a period? Maybe like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I didn't eat the snacks. I think if I ate the snacks, it could have been... <laughs> she was like, I had seven glasses of wine in 30 minutes and danced on the table, and then for some reason, 15 employers didn't call me back. It's so weird. <laughs> but, I don't understand. in her defense, she also had three bacon tartlets. So, oh, yeah. lays mean, out. It balances, okay? Ahoy doy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got it. That's number uh, that, was, that, that was number five, I think, for this episode. <laughs> Um, That's my hot take. Please don't say that. <laughs> we actually have a new sponsor. It's a company who does pronounce it as, I guess. <laughs> Hoi I can say it six times. At that point, the joke's right into the ground. It sounds like baby talk. Hoi <laughs> 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 Um. Okay, more advice, though. More things to keep in mind. Um, actually talk to the people that are mixing there yeah. with you. Like, if there are a bunch of attorneys there, you know, they could be doing literally anything else. Yeah. And they, like, are there because they are interested in hiring people. Right. So, like, take the time, walk around. Don't, like, stick there and talk to your friends the whole time. Like, you know, make your time and their time, like, worth it. Yeah. Also kind of recognize the natural breaking point in conversation. Yeah. Oh, yes. Because um, I think sometimes it's, it's hard. but it's, it's so hard, but it's like, okay, 
this is a good lull in the conversation. And (laughs) I guess, like, you don't understand when you're a 1L, but, like, people want you to go meet other people. Like, they're not expecting to talk to you for 45 minutes. So, for the love of God, do not talk to them for 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, dip. Be like, okay, well, I'm going to go, like, meet some other people, but it was so nice to meet you. Yeah. And then, like... If, you, if it was a good conversation, maybe follow up with, like, a little email and, like, ask to get coffee or something. Um, but don't – literally just don't talk to the same yeah. person for an hour. Because then they start to, like, look around. And it's yeah, just like it's very super uncomfortable. awkward. And it's very uncomfortable if you're inebriated the whole time and they can tell. <laughs> and, again, when you're dancing on the table, <laughs> that's a good breaking point yeah, in the conversation. Baseball. But I think it's really useful uh, specifically for people that – don't have incredible grades, yeah. but have really great personalities. That is a great way. Everyone's raising their hand in the room right now. Again, arrogance, not a good look. But if you have that, you know, that personality, you like people. Was it th- arrogant? I agreed that I did not have great grades. Oh. <laughs> no, people thrive in like environments like that where you have essentially a captive audience with these really impressive yeah. attorneys. That if you can charm your way into, yeah, you know, if you have that je ne sais, yeah, cool. I'm not pronouncing anything no. else on this show, but if you have that, if you get that schmooze factor we're talking Ooh, about, we love yeah. a schmooze. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that I could be what you need. Kind of say it feels like sorority recruitment for me, which means that I oh. thrive. Yeah, because like that was my bread and were butter. You in a sorority? I was. What no. sorority? Katie Pie, boom boom. Oh. Um, Can't tell. <laughs> you, I don't ooze sorority girl energy, um, and so I don't know. It's just like good. Keep it going. A lot of like small talk. And just be you. Yeah. Be you. I mean, they they want to talk to you. Like, they wouldn't come if they didn't want to, you know? I also, well, <laughs> I think they're required to be I there, mean, the and sometimes one, you can tell. The one I, I get billable hours for it. They're like, I don't, I don't go. The one I went to, like, everyone I talked to was, like, into it. Like, oh, yeah. also one of them was too into it, and he had been drinking a lot. And it was very interesting to hear. <laughs> well, also he like is an alum, and like yeah, okay. he had Ooh. some of the professors, and so it was interesting. Ooh. Like those Ooh. are my favorites, though. Yeah, I was like, oh, we we have tea, and we're spilling right. it. Cute. Um, he did confirm my suspicions that legal writing in law school was bullshit. Um, Everybody knew that, which was nice. Yeah, as a one L, it was nice oh, to hear okay. that. I will say that is another really good tip, just for interviewing generally, for going to any of these events. If you find out that the person you were speaking with went to the same law school you went to, odds are you had similar professors. And I, I mean, I can even tell as like a 2L, I'm going to love reflecting on some of these horrible experiences I've had yeah. with Absolutely. people that are currently having yeah. it. Yes. You know? So that's a great bonding like mechanism that you can exploit. Yeah. While you're schmoozing, yeah, I always that you can exploit this opportunity <laughs> to weasel your way into the firm. I always Get look, I always look up the people that I'm interviewing with, like if I know who it is beforehand. Oh, like the on the state bar website, it says what law school they went to. So like, even if you just know that, if anything, it can set the power dynamic. If you want to be a little arrogant, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, well, like, I went here, but you went. I see there. that you were disciplined in 2014. Right out of the gate, say their social security number in its entirety. <laughs> Let them know you know. I noticed that you haven't paid your bar fees. <laughs> website yeah to see what law school they went to to see if there's anything like oh like oh i have a friend there or like you know some some level of really just to find out if they went to georgia so i can be like oh like you know i went to georgia approximate their age and be like oh did you have professor so-and-so yeah yeah, yeah that's they definitely did yeah. um you know because we have some 
a few like older professors that have been here like forty-two years. <laughs> yeah, they're like institutions. In, they're institutions. Yeah. I was gonna say iconic, but I, yeah, yeah, institutions is good. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to appropriate some of our language. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, no, th- that's a really good technique, I think, for like making a connection with somebody when realistically you only have a few minutes to talk to them before yeah. you move on to the next person. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Like in, in, again, in my one interview, I latched onto that and like really went into how you know, stressful some of my experiences were with these people, and they really like to relate with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Joy, I don't know if that came up in any of the 15. Did that come up? <laughs> The 15 interviews, did you forget already that you didn't get a job? He's repressed them. <laughs> I, if I'm going to be honest, I was 100% zoned out. Great podcast hosting. The um, rash that won't go away. Um, You're supposed to be gone, sorry. <laughs> did you commiserate in any of your interviews with alum about your experiences here at Georgia? No. Just because I'm someone who can get very negative very quickly. <laughs> so, I respect you that. Are? I know, shocked. All the listeners are like, Joy? What? Um, and so I tried to like stay away from that and just like be positive because there was one time where I had an interview and they were like, Do you want to do litigation or transaction? And I was like, I don't know, and I have no idea how I'm supposed to know that because like I don't have any experience and so I'm just very and I went on like this like five minute and I was like and I just feel like everybody wants me to make this decision <laughs> and then it, it became like the interview turned into like a life coaching session <laughs> where he was like I was like that when I was in your shoes and it's totally fine not to know and everybody expects you to know but it's refreshing for you to say this and it was just like him trying to build me up um so no no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I tend to just break down in interviews. I don't like to talk about my professors. No, Actual I, tears. I definitely have to have this like fake like veneer on where I'm like, oh yes, like this is great. Everything's great. I love law school. I love all of my classes. Yeah, voice is like one octave higher immediately Hi. when you go in. I yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Oh my gosh. No. no, I think my voice actually gets deeper in interviews, mm. which is weird. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Uh, depends on where I'm interviewing. I feel like I sound smarter and like a little bit more serious, stressful. very serious, yeah, like solemn, like yeah. Hi, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Instead, of like hi, hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you want to move on to classroom etiquette reminders? Because y'all should know this already. I had to uh, stop myself from cursing twice right there. Is that, is that a good etiquette? Like, what's your, oh, ooh, describe your ideal classmate. Ooh. In, like, you're, you're in the classroom, your Me. ideal classmate. They don't talk. They don't, like, try to, like, reach out to you. My, actually, my <laughs> ideal classmate. There's none. Having no classmates. <laughs> my ideal classmate is Jason. Oh. So it's like, we'll, like, do our thing. We'll look. Sometimes someone will be on some, like, um, and we'll, like, look at each other We'll just be like, yeah, and then we'll get back to, like, our own zone, and I really appreciate that. I need someone in, like, every class that I can make eye contact with. Yeah. When we're, like, just, I just need, like, is someone else recognizing what's happening? Right. Yeah. Every class. Literally. And I and haven't so found it for most classes yet. I like that. Hey, you're alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like that in a classmate. I like people who, like, thoroughly think out what they're going to say before they start talking. Yeah. Um, I like to hear, like, actual, like, if you're going to give an opinion, I'd prefer it to be, like, based in text or, like, what we're just talking about um, and not some random hypothetical that you came up with in the last two minutes. Um, 
And most importantly, I don't want you to raise your hand or ask a question or make a comment within the last five minutes of class. Because I have places to be. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, Matt? I have to, like, I have to really hone in on this, this person that we're talking about, this <laughs> hypothetical person, that creates these hypotheticals. Because in every section for the first year of law school, for the most part, I think there was somebody in each section who seemed to really enjoy raising their hand in particular for torts for us it was constantly raising our hands saying well what if and then you give a completely different yeah. fact pattern from the case and at that point you're wasting your classmates time you're wasting yeah. the professor's time also if you have to like change the facts to where it's like super different then like it's different yeah, yeah. Like, so don't be surprised it's not on topic like, no that's not the same thing because yeah. you literally intentionally made it different <laughs> like you're not smart doing that like it's a waste of my time anyone can think shit up and just ask questions randomly like it's not you're not helping do you remember when I put in the group me that I was going to start Venmo requesting people who wasted my time? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we sat down and we figured out exactly how much time a minute of law school is worth. And it's Joy like was I don't I don't want it. I, you told me in the middle of it. I didn't want to yeah. know. And so Joy was like fully prepared to just start Venmo requesting people request. in class. All right, we timed it. This took 3 minutes and 30 seconds out of class. Yeah. Um pay up That'll be $8. That's not a bad idea. (laughs) Honestly. She won't um, have to rely on those receptions anymore. She she can go out like a normal person. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm never coming back. I'm never coming back to this. Um, And I made it very clear that, like, that's only with unnecessary heavy Yes. Like, I don't want it to sound like I'm not okay with people talking during class because I totally am. That's fine. Do not care. What I do hate is if you're talking just to hear yourself talk. Yes. Politicking, if you will. I hate... I what I really don't like, and I've noticed it more and more, and it might just be because some of my classes are like more discussion based this semester. But like, if the professor asks a question and you don't answer it, but you've raised your hand and you've spent the last sixty seconds talking, and the professor has to ask the question again, you're not doing it right. <laughs> you're just not like. Or maybe you didn't read and you are doing it right. And congratulations. Yeah, no, I was actually gonna say I think I've done that a few times when I didn't read a case and they. You think you get away with it until yeah. the end when they're well, like, that's great, but not what I asked. Well, like, well I don't know the answer you want, so just take what I, I gave you. I do know what I said. <laughs> it's one thing. I read the first four pages, so I'm just going to tie it all back to that. It's one thing if you get cold called and do that, right? Like, yeah. obviously, oh, fucking no. up. But if, you raise but if your you're hand, like, if, you if they're asking in the class at large the and then you volunteer yeah, and you don't answer. <laughs> Sorry, I should have set my hypo up better. Um, it actually isn't a hypo because it happened to me to fucking today in Commonwealth, too. Um... And um, it's just really annoying because, especially when it's a one-word answer. Yeah. Like, they're looking for a one-word answer that you could just, like, boop. This happened in election law one day. I don't remember if you remember. You don't remember. You blocked that all out. Um, but, like, professor asks a question, one-word answer, and some man goes uh, on this whole, like, thing explaining, and then very end, there's, like, kind of an answer there, and they're like, oh, okay, cool. Anyone else? And then I have to raise my hand and say one word. And she's like, yep, That's exactly it. what I was looking for. Yeah. And then we've all wasted so much time. Just just do better. Or I you will. Know who the, oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Joy. This is your show after all. It, it is. I'm glad you recognize that. Um, do you know my favorite person who is like really good at put downs? Ooh. When like you don't do that? Ooh. Elizabeth Birch. <laughs> like, you'll do something, you'll like say something, you'll ask a question, you don't really answer it, and she goes, Okay. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then turns and like looks for someone else to answer. I, love that. I mean, she did that to me one time, and I was like, all right, all right, we gotta be better. <laughs> <laughs> to be 
she's my queen. Uh, Fave, love I, her so much. I do think the one type of student in a classroom who I cannot stand the most is when you have a professor that very, you know, kindly allows you to put their your name on the podium or sign a list or oh, use the jail, yeah. get out a free card, whatever, you know, and you get a pass from being cold called that day, but you have the audacity, nay, the gall, <laughs> to write your name and put it on the podium and then to raise your hand in class uh. incessantly. Oh, it drives me I didn't know crazy. I've you haven't experienced that? I can't imagine someone doing that. I mean, I guess I do have the power, but I don't... That sounds crazy. I it just, is crazy. I just thought of the type of person that I hate more than anything. because oh. I, <clears throat> I sit by this person in one of my classes. So, literally... Danger. 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 So, I have a professor that, like, really leans on the Socratic method. Not my favorite. If I would have known that, probably wouldn't have taken this person. It's fine. I do know this now. However... The person who sits next to me also apparently doesn't like this. I'm going to preface this with I intentionally try to sit with no one around me. Like, I get distracted very easily. Also, I just would prefer not to be by people if I that's at all possible. Yes. So for the first two weeks, I was fine. Nobody was sitting by me. Last week, I guess this kid, like, comes in, sits next to me, and now literally all the time in class, all I hear is... Oh, man. And I'm just like, can you not? <laughs> Stop breathing. I, and I, and yeah. like, no, because it's, like, it's literally not just like him. It's like a huff. Yeah, it's it's not just like breathing. It's just like he's sighing mm. because he's annoyed with like the way that class is going. And it is so distracting. <laughs> and then it's like, I miss like four minutes of class because I'm literally over here fuming because I can't turn and be like, can you not do that? She's like, you're smothering me, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so mad. And I'm, like, I know that this seems ridiculous, but it's just like I intentionally try to sit alone. And if you're going to intrude in my space, then like, also it's the front row. Like, he can hear me. Yeah. Like, that makes it funnier. Like, if you were sitting in the back, okay, like, like sure, whatever. Hop away. But like, here... <laughs> In my space, within like two feet of the professor, no thank you. I have to say what I really respect in classroom etiquette, and this is something people probably will disagree with me on, I think it is actually hilarious, like objectively hilarious, when a student has their laptop out and is just on Reddit or playing games the entire <laughs> class. I have a friend who does that, who does consistently better than me in every class. So yeah, we, we love him. I absolutely love him to death. And I think that's so funny. Like, that's a very charming quality to me that he just doesn't <laughs> care. And, like, he doesn't even try to hide it. He's very humble. Again, not, not arrogant, which is why I'm cool with it. Very, very humble about it, but just sits there and plays, like, Minecraft and stuff all class and then gets up and is like, well, productive day and shuts the laptop and then like kills it when it comes to the exam. It's like frustrating but also probably one of my favorite things. He's also probably one of my favorite people in law school. Yeah, he's by, I, I mean, no one doesn't like him. Yeah. We're talking about myself. <laughs> okay, come on. <laughs> if we did a, never mind. Um, God, sorry. <laughs> number one. Yeah. Okay. Joy, rank the three of us. <laughs> oh, I will say the reason, the <laughs> reason that, that this is the 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 theme of the show is oh. because I had this idea. Oh yeah. That my idea was that like after I listened to several of these episodes in a row, I was like, hey, let's do a podcast where we just like, can I say shit talk? Sure. Yes. Where we just shit talk Fuck all of our peers. We just get on there and talk about people we hate that we go to law school with, and then they polished my suggestion. <laughs> 
and now it's a show about law school etiquette. <laughs> but no, there are, there are deep opinions running in this room that are underlying all of what we're saying. Some of them are like about very nice about people we like, but yeah, most of them. If you couldn't to- tell by yeah, Joy's going the guy who sits next to me in X's class every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And it's like I'm trying really hard not to look at him because I feel like that is petty, and I've grown out of that. Like I think one L Joy would have just like stared at him until he stopped. The eye roll. My, my version of this. <laughs> My version of the sigh is I cannot control my face. No, no, me either. So, like, Obviously. I make facial expressions all the time. I rolled my eyes at someone's comment in uh, a class the other day, and, I, and then professor called me out on it and was like, oh, Justin, you seem like you have something you want to say. Yikes. Which, you know, Oh, I listen. I make the Chrissy Teigen face where I'm like, it's oh, <laughs> not it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was that the podcast that you guys were talking about? You made, like, eye contact in the beginning of class? And she said, I'm going to call on somebody oh, in this that classroom. Was, <laughs> that was election law. Yeah, that, okay, that was election law. Yeah. Right. yeah, she asked a question at the beginning of class. Like, um, She like made a joke about how easy the cases were to understand. That was, and you laughed. And I laughed, and I was like nodding, like, they were easy to understand. And she was being sarcastic. Yeah. She said, oh, class, one of your classmates uh, agreed with me and nodded. So they're definitely going to be called on at some point in class. I was like, shit, was that me? And it was. See, I listened to the show. You did a good job. I listened to about three seconds of one episode. Wow. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you, anything else for classroom etiquette? Um, uh, I do have one, sorry. Okay. Just a reminder. You know, how think about when you want to raise your hand and ask a question think about how pressing it is that you understand it right that second like if it's the difference between you understanding the lesson and not maybe go ahead and raise your hand and ask the question but if it's just like a little niche thing make a little note in your notes and then go ask the professor after class like learning the difference between a stop class question and uh yeah. this can wait question is will make all the difference that's fair that's that's what i need to add I also think I just struggle in class in general just because I, as a person, am someone that, like, really values brevity. Like, I cannot stand when people are unnecessarily wordy. Um, and so I fucked up and chose a profession where people tend to be unnecessarily wordy. Verbose. And I'm just like, shut up. <laughs> just get the sentence out. Literally. What are you saying? Frederick and I have that conversation about about four times a week. He does me. He does like to meander around a subject. I'm like, that was 15 minutes for a 15 second story. <laughs> <laughs> Did not have to start with what you had for breakfast. Thank you. Um, all right. Do you want to do hot takes? Oh yeah. I'll go last. Okay. <clears throat> Um, Matt, do you have a hot take? Oh, I've got a hot take. Oh, did he write it down? I wrote it down because I, I was going to forget it immediately. That is coming for you. <laughs> yeah, here we go. If this applies to you, you're on my list. Listen, hot Gra- take. This Grab your wigs. <laughs> hot take. Students who openly discuss wanting to run for office are assholes. And I mean that. And I'm, I'm pointing at Joy while I'm saying yeah. this. But like, is it because Joy wanted to be president when she was a kid? No, no, I think. I did in fact. Well, have we talked about this? <laughs> no, I just know oh, that I about used to you. I have an autobiography for every single U.S. president. I was obsessed. I've wow. got to be president. Oh, what then a charming personal anecdote. Uh, 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> brevity, wow. brevity, please. Wow. Okay, Joy, I mean, Matt or Matt, whoever. Matt, go on with your shitty hot cake. Yeah, please. No, actually, the... Those kind of look warm to me, but... Okay, yeah. listen. <laughs> listen, shut up. Listen, people that want to run for office are not, like, uncommon in law school, I think. And people that are... When I say open about it, I don't mean, like, you discuss it with people kind of privately and, yeah. like, your friends know, but there are some people who are very, very, very open about it and I think for some reason for me, this runs into the arrogance issue again. Yeah. Like everyone, a lot of people in law school have this desire, but not a lot of people openly discuss it with total strangers. So when you do, you kind of set yourself apart as like this arrogant figure in my mind and I'll just never, I'll never forget it. So that's my hot take. Also, it's kind of weird. Like if you think about us being graded on a curve, you're like thinking about, huh, who would I want to elect? Right. <laughs> And you're like tracing the curve in your mind, but also just like the perspectives we have on our classmates. We've already talked, we've already mentioned this, are just so like yeah. holding and you know, they're so like persistent. And like, I remember my first impressions of like everyone in our, at least in our section, right? Yeah. And like, I, I don't know, I just can't think of anyone in my section that I'd be like, yeah, I'd vote for them. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, okay, Joy. Well, I would vote for Joy. I'll say it now. Uh, based on our conversation last episode, definitely know you wouldn't vote for Yeah, me. I wouldn't and vote that's for okay. you. It's fine. <laughs> Love you. Love you to pieces. You know? I'd probably donate a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fine. I'd slide you 40 bucks. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, my hot take. Let me take a sip of my water first. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a fun episode. It really has. Maybe we'll do this more often. Nah. <laughs> okay, my hot. Take, we we do we love saying it. Um, we're saying that more often. Okay, my hot take is that <sighs> taking Conlaw two as a black man with a bunch of white men is a hate crime. Period. <laughs> it's just like we're talking about the Fourteenth Amendment, equal protection. You know our favorite stuff. Um, racial classification of the law, and we. We talked about like deterrogation the other day, right? And someone actually made the argument that, okay, Brown v. Board, a big part of the argument in the case, if you haven't read it, is um, the psychological effect of separate but equal. Like, no matter what, there's going to be a, a disparate psychological effect on black children because, like, inherently, it's the system says they're lesser, right? Someone made the argument in my class that actually integrating was more psychologically detrimental. <laughs> oh my god. Than the separate like the, a, I'm just playing devil's advocate. It, didn't, like a, it <gasps> didn't come off that way. No. Like our professor was not asking for she wasn't really pushing us in that direction. She shut right? it down? She did not know no, how to respond. <laughs> <laughs> and she's she's great. Like she's one of those professors that like always tries to incorporate what people are saying and like I really feel like that's probably the first time she's ever <laughs> I get. I, I'm certain. I mean, she's one of the. She's she's one of those. It's like she always says yes and and like brings it in and it's like yeah, like you know that's something you like to consider and you know always wraps it up. And this is the first time I've truly seen her like not know how to respond. Like she's like yeah, and you know one of the podcasts I have for y'all to listen to like kind of like it didn't doesn't really talk about that. She's like she's got like revisionist history for us to listen to in NPR, not like. White nationalists. Anyway, it just, it's not like that happens like every day. And I'm just like, 
I'm like, okay. Okay. I'm just yeah. like, we're, we're all like on the edge of our seat for a name. I'm just like, drop that name. How are we having, how is this the conversation we're having? I'm like, every day I'm finding myself like raising my hand to defend like black Very people black. and like, you know, existing. And like, I had to make an argument today that like a, a Georgia law actually that was making it, it was like 70% more likely for black men who killed a white person allegedly. Um, to get the death penalty than, like, the opposite. And I was, like, making an argument. We obviously don't. And I was making that argument that, like, the intent is obviously there because of, like, history and shit. And, like, I don't know. It's just really frustrating that, like... That's not it. We can't help that black people are just criminals, Justin. uh, And that's basically the argument that, like, is being made in Which is why they shouldn't be integrated into society. Obviously. Full circle. Full Full circle. circle. I do have to say, I had that same professor for Con 1, Mm -hmm. and somebody made a similar comment about some case. I can't remember now. And I I just remember their response. The professor looked them right in the eyes and just went, blind grading number. (laughs) (laughs) And she is so, like... Passive and just so, like she, d- you can clearly tell she wants to like avoid confrontation. She wants to be respectful of everyone's opinions. But whatever they said, she was just like, "I am very happy your name won't be on the exam that I'm grading." Yikes! <laughs> now, do you remember the comment? I, it was something about uh, yeah, it was something about abortion. It was oh. some comment about I mean, it was some, you know, it was some comment that you should never say in class, even if you have that opinion, you should read the room and be like, my yeah, God, this would literally. be this would be a terrible decision for me to say this. That goes back to classroom etiquette. Yes. Especially, I don't know how other law schools do it, but this semester here, when else take crim and common law, and like, obviously oh, yeah. there's a lot going on there. So like, yeah. you know, try to keep in mind like your surroundings and like your classmates and like, especially like, for instance, in crim, if we're talking about like sexual assault, like don't say something like, Oh, I mean, 14-year-olds today don't look like they used to. Like, you know? Yeah. Keep in mind yeah. the tone and the tenor of yeah. the conversation you need to be having and, like, be respectful of your classmates. Well, and I think that that's easier to do when you remember, like, yeah, we're students and we're in a classroom, but we're also professionals. Absolutely. And I think that that's, like, a hard transition coming straight from undergrad where it was like, oh, like, whatever, who cares, um, to, like, okay, like, this is the start of your professional career. So for the rest of your life... Do you professionally want to be remembered as the person who said that integrating people was like not a great thing? Yeah. Do you? I'm dying to hear the name. Like that. I mean, the the might skip my hot take. (laughs) (laughs) I know the interest Joy and I have in this is really like it really showcases like people care about your opinions at this age and in this place. Don't share shitty opinions. Yeah. And everyone's you know everyone has an opinion, that doesn't mean everyone should share their opinion, especially, like, in this environment. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, there's a difference between, like, having a dumb opinion, like, yeah. or asking a dumb hypo, like Fred did in Con Law, about, like, what if we build uh, what if we build walls around the roads? Damn it, Fred. A whole yeah, thing. Dollar. And our professor did not think it was funny. But, like, there's a difference between, like, that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a difference between, like, that and saying, like, I don't know, maybe, like, genocide? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not the same thing. Um, but yeah, that's my hot take. I personally think that like any <laughs> this is about genocide, is it? Oh, <laughs> no, like any like comment that you have that is like cloaked in your politics is just like not a conversation. Yeah, that needs to be had unless it's like not in class. Like not yeah, in it's class. like it's yeah, inappropriate like, in that setting. Yeah. yeah, unless it's something where it's like wow, this was incredibly racist. Yeah, or, like, or you're taking like a that. class that is like very political inherently. Yeah, like 
but like more niche, like election law, for instance, or like yeah. immigration, where like yes. that is a huge part right. of the like backdrop. Yeah, right? it's like a lot of policy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but Joy, do you have a hot take? Okay, I actually have two. Ooh, Ooh. this is look at this growth because we went from I've asked Joy multiple times for what her hot take is. Sorry, my computer went to sleep, and I was like, oh, it's gonna stop recording. Um, and she hasn't been able to give me one, and then now we have two. We have an abundance of hot takes. Fuck yes. it up. Okay. So, I was talking to someone about this last week, and I think that my biggest problem with law school, and we've said it, I've said it like nine million times, so this is just like really on the forefront of my mind, is like everything is so finite, and it's so freaking stressful to think like, oh, everybody's like, oh, like law review determines your career path. Like moot court, that's like, you need to have all of these things, but there's like not a second chance for that. But it also comes back to grades. And grades are a fucking scam. Actually, everything is a scam. <laughs> it's a scam. <laughs> Dial it back. Just because, like, I don't know. If it was a multiple choice exam, to some extent, I'd be like, oh, no, it's not. But everything that you do in law school is, like, colored through the lens of someone else's worldview. Right? So, like, your professors are grading for exams that read like them and sound like them. Um, and your professors tend to be white men. Um, or, like... When you're doing things like trying out for moot court or mock trial or things like that, you're graded by your peers, and the team is like almost inherently, like almost totally white. Not so much for mock trial, but like a little bit for moot court. And so, like, the merit of the arguments that we're making and the way that we're like viewing people is mm-hmm. definitely through our world, like our worldview. Journals the same way, too. That we have. And I just find it so irritating. The people are like, oh, no, but it was, like, blind. There was a blind grading number. So, like, obviously, you can't inherently be disadvantaged because – and, I, I, like, I do think that that's true if you're, like, someone that comes from the same background as the professor because, like, I, like, I do the same thing when I'm reading things from people that, like, have my voice or sound like me. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that that's, like, natural because mm-hmm. you think that the way that you do things tend to be the best. Um, but I just hate – this idea that like everything is fair, we're coming in on an even playing field and like the blind grading number somehow makes everything even or like being judged from like the same way makes everybody on the same playing field. It's just frankly bullshit. That's my hot take for today. Hot take number one. Accepted. Hot take number one. <laughs> hot take number two is completely different. It has nothing to do with law school. It is about um, The Bachelor last week. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Matt, do you watch The Bachelor? No, but I'm from the hometown of that guy last season that everyone hated. Cool. Oh, okay. No. Luke P. Luke P. Joy seems to, oh. Luke no, P. I lives like down the road from me. Oh, wow. No, I didn't. Do you know him? No, I, no, we're not like He's like friends. your age, though. Yeah, right? no, he's, we weren't like friends. You know, I told you, I'm pretty woke. We didn't, we didn't associate with each other. Don't, don't laugh at me. We, <laughs> that's belittling, Justin. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, that's also one of my things. That's actually one of the things that might make me not a good classmate. Is, <laughs> is, Do you laugh in class? No, I don't laugh. Okay. In, I mean, when there's like a joke. But like, I... That <laughs> you perceive to be a joke. What, well, <laughs> what a note. One of my friends has told me that I can be like very dismissive if I like if someone comes up to me and like wants to tell me something, mm-hmm. I have flat out said I don't care about that and then just go back to what I'm doing. Um, 
So I don't know. That's kind of a shitty thing I do, but. Oh. <laughs> so that just might be a, a person, bad person. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I just don't want to waste my time or your time. Like I don't want to pretend to care about this. Like I don't have to expend that energy. I've never done it to you or you. you. Haven't. Yeah. So I obviously care enough to talk to you. Wow. Maybe I'm kind of a cat. This turned into a compliment for me and Joy. <laughs> I'm not upset with the direction that this went in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry <laughs> to also kids. stampede over your no, hot take. Okay, so this is but you did two get two, so. So one, basically, there was this girl named Sydney. Oh, uh, I'm already uh, out. Exactly, and she, for whatever reason, found this girl irritating, and I'm pretty sure it's because she just had like beef with pageant girls. And as a pageant girl, <laughs> that like really fucking bugged me. But I was then even more bugged to find out that Sydney had done pageants. She just never won. So what is the real issue? Here, it's Sydney? us hating on the curve because we've never been at the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Literally. the system is flawed. <laughs> <laughs> Literally my previous <laughs> And so Sydney, like, was unnecessarily aggressive to this girl and I don't know if I'm also defensive because I know this girl like in actual like real life like I wouldn't say we're friends but like we're friendly and so I know her um but she basically like came up to her and was like do you work (laughs) and the girl was like yeah, I have four jobs. And she was like, oh, I just didn't know if you were one of those girls that said, like, being a pageant was my job. And she was like, I mean, like, I think that it's kind of a job, and, like, I would quit if I was, like, a national title holder, but, like, I have bills to pay, so, you know. And she was like, yeah, yeah, do you think, like, being in pageants makes you, like, makes it hard for you to be authentic? And the girl was like, sometimes, I guess. And, like, you could tell that, like, one of them was being very pointed, and then the other girl thought that they were having, like, a legitimate conversation. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I just, like, turn it on, and, like, I'm really good at, like, not answering a question if I, like, but, yeah, I mean, other than that. And so then she basically goes, so you agree that you're fake? Oh! <laughs> and I, like, I just remember, I was watching it, and I was like, what the fuck is this girl's problem? And then, like, she goes to the fucking Bachelor and is like, that girl's fake. I just don't think she's being real with you. And, like, she's not being her authentic self. The way that she is on camera isn't the way that she is when, like, the cameras aren't rolling and all this other shit. Which brings me to my hot take, which is, like, I think that it's totally fine to, like, not be the authentic version of yourself all the time. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I think that it's weird to expect someone to be, like, the person that they are with their friends and family when they're, like, super comfortable when there is a camera crew of, like, 20 people or you're in an interview or, like, you're just meeting or schmoozing for the first time. Like, I don't know, the people that are, like, you can turn it on, and that's a bad thing. I think that that's so dumb. I've always taken that as a compliment. Right? Like, 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 I'm a machine. I am a machine. And it's, like, the fact that you can't kind of shows that you don't have emotional intelligence. Or, like, the ability to, like, connect with people and, like, bring that out of people. And the fact that you think that that's a problem says way more about you than it does about her. Bad Breaches, sponsored by ABC's The Bachelor. Uh, (laughs) If you would like to have a Bachelor watch party with me, let me know. Hit me up. We'll do it. 
Send an email to the Gmail and they'll they'll get it in a few yeah, weeks. Email what's the what's the Gmail? Oh damn it! I was gonna at, make Matt tell us what it was because he didn't doesn't. Even know we had I know exactly. Email. Like I wanted to embarrass him again. I'm still um, in the room. I'm still in the room. Yeah, that's why I pointed it to you. Oh okay. Um, but this is not a visual medium set. <laughs> um, <laughs> yet. Yeah. More to come? Question Ooh. mark. Ooh. Should we launch our Patreon? <gasps> yes. What are we gonna put on it? We're gonna we're gonna do cooking, cooking with Joyston. Oh, oh um, my god, yeah, I love watching Cooking with Joy. I so, lived for that last semester. Oh, yeah. Yes, I would. I think I told you that. Every time I would see, like, Fred's story or your story or whatever, I would always, always complain about what I was eating. <laughs> she'd, she'd be like, oh, just a casual evening. We're having steak and shrimp and lobster tail and mashed potatoes and, like, gold leaf ice cream sundaes. <laughs> and I was eating, like, cereal for dinner. We should soft launch on IGTV. Ooh. We will do that. So follow us. Um, at I think, Bad Breaches. Yeah, at Bad Breaches on Instagram, at Bad Breaches on Twitter. We're going to launch a lot of content. Mm-hmm. But what you you just said literally just reminded me that Fred called me last night and was like, here's what I want you to cook for me. Oh. <laughs> are we sweet about that? Yeah, or I was like. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that was, I kind of had like a misogynistic yeah. response. I was like, yeah, what are you going to cook after you finish cleaning the apartment? <laughs> no, that's what I miss about him the most was like, I would cook and he would clean, and oh, it was just so nice. And I have to it. clean my own stuff. Are you kidding? Uh, I hate it. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. It really does. Okay, well, I think this has been a really successful episode. Matt, thank you so much for coming. Oh, Thanks, thank Matt. you for having me. This is great. Me. We actually will. My, should oh, we have me? oh, they're going to have like a conflict in front of me now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll probably. Maybe uh, Matt will be back. Yeah. We'll see. One vote for, one vote against, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm naming names next time. None of you are saying. <laughs> Oh, he'll come to the very last episode of Bad Breaches. Know, right before we graduate. <laughs> okay. Um, well, um, bye. Bye. Have a good week.